let's get it kicked off, I guess, here. So, mm-hmm. what's up, everybody? Uh, Brownwater Banter. Uh, and I'm sitting here today with the uh, mayor of Ocean Springs, mm-hmm. Mayor Shay Dobson, man. How's it going? Doing well. Doing yeah. well. Uh, appreciate you having me. I like, I like doing these podcasts. Cause, yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to start it off just by thanking you. Like, dude, you're like super accessible mm-hmm. for uh, the mayor of Ocean Springs. I thought that's pretty cool. I know this isn't yeah. the first one you've ever done, podcast before. Yeah, I've done, I've done a couple. Yeah. Um, but I try to, it's just, you know, media, traditional media is just, there's no trust in the media anymore. Right. Because, I mean, they, they'll take every little thing out of context. And so um, that's why I like doing these podcasts, because you can actually have lengthy conversations right. about ideas. I right. mean, kind of what I thought that we were supposed to be doing. That's right. Yeah. Not like a, you know, five second soundbite or one sentence out of a whole, you know, right. context, out of context of what you were trying to say. Exactly. Um. But yeah, man, so I wanted to get like started off, like uh, tell people that may not know, like how did you, where are you from originally? How'd you get into politics? Like why, why you even care? <laughs> you know um, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm from, I'm from Ocean Springs um, and, you know, the way I say it is like, there's a lot of people in politics um, who started off, you know, as, as a young Republican or young Democrat or, you know, young activist or whatever, and, and have always been involved and they, and all that. But for me, I was very apathetic throughout high school. Um, you know, I just, I skated by, right. You know, I was a C student. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, all I, all I cared about was just playing basketball and just kind of, you know, getting by. And, um, and so, you know, I went to right after high school, I went to community college, which, you know, I just did that because that was what you were supposed to do mm-hmm. and um ended up dropping out because i just i couldn't couldn't find my way didn't didn't really know what direction i wanted to go and then just working dead-end jobs and stuff and then eventually the 2008 campaign um rolled around and and uh, i saw uh, congressman ron paul in the yeah. debates yeah and so that was really my um you know because up before then i just assumed all politicians were like dishonest and right. you know just full of bs and you know no philosophy or anything like that which is not really too far from the truth but i was, I was gonna say <laughs> but I, I uh, a lot of them that may be the case exactly but you know with ron paul i could tell that you know even if even if you even if you disagree with this guy mm-hmm. um you gotta g- at least give him credit for believing in what he's saying and having a, a true kind of philosophy and not just kind of going where politics leads him he's on the record too with he's stuck to his guns since the 80s mm-hmm. you know what i mean you can go look him up on youtube saying the same shit he's saying now right and i think that's a good thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean he's not flaking like where you play hillary videos and right. five years ago she's completely the opposite of what she's championing now you know yeah. what i mean yeah and 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 there's a difference between um changing your mind based on evidence correct and, or you know a different uh, reality or whatever um but then just pandering and Surfing just going the wave of public opinion. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. There, there's a difference. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine and I think it's healthy to, you know, get new evidence and change. I've, I've done that on issues before. Um, but just to obvious pandering, I think is what most politicians do. Right. So he kind of kicked it off for you. That's yeah. Kinda- yeah. He, he, he did. And like I said, I mean, up until then, I just assumed all politics was, was corrupt and, um, not even worth, paying attention to and then you know he it was just a snowball effect i just oh this guy seems pretty interesting kind of google him and right and then it was just kind of a history from there yeah so you decided to get to throw your hat in the ring early right you was with the uh, full disclosure we've known each other for a while like through music and stuff so we've had lengthy conversations before about politics Mm -hmm. Uh, i say lengthy you know 10 Mm -hmm. 15 minutes but uh You were part of the Young Republicans, is that right? No, I was uh, part of the uh, Young Americans for Liberty. Okay, that's right. That's um, right. So, all right, so 2008 was when I kind of got my, my interest in politics got sparked, and then 2010 is when I eventually went back to uh, to college and then um, started a Young Americans for Liberty chapter. And Young Americans for Liberty was founded from the Ron, Ron Paul's 2008 uh, youth campaign. So basically all the all the student chapters – the, the, all the, you know, Ron Paul for president, right. you know, students for Ron Paul or whatever it is, uh, basically just morphed their, um, their groups into Young Americans for Liberty. Okay. And so that was really, and then it just kept growing and growing and growing. And so um, I eventually, be, I, I founded a chapter at the uh, Go, uh, Gulf Park campus over in Long Beach of Southern Miss. Okay. And then uh, eventually became state chair, um, actually very quickly within, I don't know, three, four months of being in the organization. And um, 
then help, you know, start a couple more chapters around the state. I wish I, looking back, I wish I was, you know, a little bit more successful, but I mean, you know, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at a community college, community, um, our commuter campus. Right. So then, uh, so you did that and then what you got your, you graduated from where? Um, so I graduated from Southern, okay. uh, from the uh, Gulf Park campus in two, uh, 2014. Okay. And then political um, science major, correct? political science. Yeah. Minor in religion. Um, and then right after that, I went to, <clears throat> I started working in Texas for the national association for gun rights. Oh, wow. And, um, did that for a little while. Eventually went to Iowa to help, uh, try to organize for Senator Rand Paul's, uh, presidential bid. Um, obviously that didn't turn out like we wanted it. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, end up coming back to Mississippi and then working for Americans for prosperity, which, um, they're, it's, they focus on mainly economics. Okay. Um, you know, less, less taxation, less regulation. Um, they'll get into a little bit kind of like structure of government, you know, as far as, um, I don't know, uh, it, it's mainly, it's mainly economic. They don't okay. really get to in the social issues. Okay. Um, so did that and then, uh, you know, eventually became a financial financial advisor, started working with New York Life, and then moved on to Mass Mutual. And then um, after that, I got the political itch again. Yeah, you like, <laughs> dude, I got to do something. Yeah. So. so you threw your hat in the ring mm-hmm. for the mayor. What year was that when, when the campaign 2017. was? 2017. Okay, so that was just last year. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, uh, honestly, 20, 2016, the, the presidential election really just turned me off of politics. Mm-hmm. I just I just washed my hands yeah. to the whole thing. I was yep. like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. All of this is ridiculous. It's getting crazy. Or yeah. It is crazy now, I think. Yeah. But So t- tell me about like that, because this is the, the fun part for me, is when it's like, when you decide to like, I'm going to run for mayor. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people, if you're listening, you know, if you've never done anything that's kind of out of the ordinary, it's, it, that's an interesting time to start telling people, right? Like it's right. kind of like now everybody's like, yeah, you're the mayor. So what, right. you know, but it's like when you first like, hey, I'm going to run for mayor. And you, did mm-hmm. you get like weird looks from people? Like, um, really? Yeah, know? it's, it, it was, it was, it was a mixed bag all around, you know, it's, people knew you were into politics though. So it wasn't right. like it came out of left field, I'm sure. But exactly. Still. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like I'd, I'd been in politics, like I said, since 2008. So, I mean, you know, right at a decade and you know, most people, and, and that's the thing, I mean, I've, I've networked and worked with so many people in, in politics and it's one of those, like everybody kind of has it in their back of their mind, whether they want to admit it or not that they want to run. Right. And so I think that it's it was it wasn't a big shock to people who who knew me. Uh-huh. Um, it might have been a little bit of a shock to some of my old high school uh, <laughs> buddies, yeah. buddies. But yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's uh, it, for the most part, most people were supportive. I mean, I was definitely an underdog going in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's without question. Um, so I think most people, um, even they knew I was an underdog and was just like, oh, you know, best of luck. Yeah. Yeah. But I I, I don't think most people. Um, you know, expecting me to win. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I could see that. You know, coming uh, up against your opponent who'd been mm-hmm. there for a while. Right. You know, I could see you definitely were the underdog. But mm-hmm. I like the way, and that's what I actually want to get to, like, how, like running a campaign and stuff. I kind of mm-hmm. like what you did, man. I feel mm-hmm. like you were watching you through Facebook. I think mm-hmm. is where I was getting most of what you were saying from. Yeah. You know, you were. How old are you? I'm 35. I'm 32. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're a couple years younger than me, and it's like you were kind of bringing in some newer ideas to like that didn't cost a lot of money, like talking about live streaming some of y'all's, uh, what was it? The meetings, some of the meetings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. like giving people closer access mm-hmm. to what their local government's doing, you right. know? And I thought that was really kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, is it hard to run the campaign like that? Was that, was that difficult? Um, was that a difficult time? You honest, know? And that's the thing, like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but, but, you know, I've been on presidential campaigns. Mm-hmm. I've been on state Senate campaigns. I've been on U.S. Senate campaigns or whether I or maybe not necessarily worked for the campaign, but volunteered and, right. and worked alongside with a lot of different campaigns. So um, it wasn't completely foreign to you. It wasn't foreign. And the thing is, is like, you know, I've 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 worked districts in Texas that were like, you know, sizes of our u.s congressional districts and okay. everything like that so you know just a, a a city as a district i was like all right i don't i, I don't have, yeah okay. i could i can go from one end of my district to the next and in uh you know 10 minutes yeah so that was it was it was nice but no i mean i i was definitely um you know being an underdog i definitely had to work extra hard to get my name out um, because even though I've been in politics for a decade i haven't necessarily been in local politics right right or so. the or your name being 
the, the what was being uh, subjected, right? Exactly. Yeah. You're working yeah. for someone else to get them elected. Exactly. Um, so now, you know, now you're in, is it, uh, what have you like learned in this? It's been a year now, right? Like, yeah. is it, is it what you thought it was going to be? Or is it like more or less, more you, or less? Yeah. Um, um, I think that I w there's a lot of kind of national, um, what's the word? The kind of the national political climate mm -hmm. is, um, affects local, I guess a little bit more. Okay. Then, then I guess I originally realized. Um, Explain that to me. Well, just as far as the you know the the national climate of left versus right, um, you know what uh, you know you're a Republican, so you automatically automatically paint you as this, or you're Democrats, so automatically paint you as that. Um, I you know local politics should be. Um, less of you know more about the individual I guess right and so because you should know each other a little bit better right you know right. it's a community exactly yeah. so uh, I guess that 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 was one of the surprises uh, that I didn't really realize was as, as much as I thought it was is that the national climate kind of does really affect local as well yeah I saw that whenever like when you were campaigning I saw people coming out some people and saying saying like just like hateful shit on Facebook mm -hmm. and I'm like why first of all i don't even know if that's why are you even saying that number two it's like you're not even gonna give this guy a chance you know mm -hmm. what i mean this is local politics like right. you're saying like yeah. but y'all are coming out guns blazing dude like this yeah. is i don't know it kind of surprised me like what you're saying you know yeah. what i mean exactly and that and that's you know it's it's and it, that's exactly it because people they saw okay i was a republican so they automatically obviously you're the enemy yeah yeah that's and, and it's funny because um you know i had going going door to door i had people ask me you know who i voted for president and I'm thinking like, okay, if I was, maybe if I was running for like a U.S. Right. Like Congress or right. maybe even state, I, I guess I could see where that would be a little bit more applicable as far as, cause you want to know what, you know, that person's ideas of that level of government. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, people were asking me president and I was running for mayor. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. voted, voted third party. You should be asking more like about roads and schools right. and what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff like that, like it's closer to your everyday life yeah but i mean you know I, i'm honest with people I, I you know they would ask me who i voted for i don't i haven't voted for republican or democrat for president since george bush really yeah that's cool that's 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 where i'm at with well it I, during the primaries I, I voted in the primaries but um yeah and the only reason i voted for george bush is because i was that was you know before i really got into politics right and i was just told i was republican so that's what i did <laughs> yeah i got i got stories like that like voting one way and then thinking like down the road it's like man I don't, that wasn't right and that wasn't a very educated thing to do you know mm -hmm. and then you and but if it sparks you to get into politics more and pay attention more by making a you know mistake you mm -hmm. know that you feel like man i shouldn't have voted that way right i say hey that was that was a win then yeah you know what i mean because now you're in, now you're engaged in it exactly you know what i mean and you're not just somebody who checks a box whether it's rd or whatever right and i that, think a lot of people do that and that is and actually that is a is something that i think that you know and it's interesting because I've been on kind of both sides of, you know, I've been, I've been the activist right. and now I'm, I'm actually in government. So I see now you have the target on your back. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but I see say. both sides. And so, um, you know, that's the thing when, when people who vote straight ticket all the time, right. you know, team Democrat or mm -hmm. team Republican or even team Libertarian or whatever it is, um, what they have to realize is that if, if, if politicians know that you're going to vote by a particular party all the way, they don't care what you think. Right. They don't. Right. Because why should they? Because they know at the end of the day, your vote, your mind's already made up. That's right. And that's why it's the moderates, the independents that really, um, really move politics because they're the ones actually willing to go out and say, okay, I'll vote for a Democrat here, but I'll vote for a Republican over here if it's the best choice. I read, a, I read an article, uh, a lot of things, a lot of times when you vote third party people say, you know, like you're wasting your vote, there's no way that person can win and you're taking mm -hmm. away from your if you if you lean if you vote libertarian but you lean more republican well you're killing the republicans chance because you took his republican votes away right mm -hmm. but i read an article that said kind of what you just said is that if enough people start voting third party mm -hmm. even if that candidate doesn't win that the national parties whether it be the republicans or the democrats have to start looking at that exactly at their at that party's platforms and saying hey look these ideas are getting this percentage of the vote we mm -hmm. need to either adopt these ideas or to try to bring these people back into to the R or the D, you know, exactly. I, I thought that made a lot of sense. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And, and that's, um, you know, if, if, but even just even more simpler, uh, simply if, you know, this whole idea of I'm wasting my vote. Well, if I don't really, 
see a fundamental difference between the Republican and Democrat, then right. what's the point anyway? That's true. I well, mean, I, I mean, to me, if you're just voting for teams, that's wasting your vote. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand the nuance to it and uh, people, you know, like don't be. I get it, but I just I'm, I'm voting for the guy who I think is the best. I'm right. voting for the ideas, right. actually, not the guy, not right. the girl, mm -hmm. the ideas that mm -hmm. are the best. And another thing I heard people saying too were like, some people get on the news and say like, I was a big, huge Bernie Sanders supporter, and when I figured out he couldn't win, like I voted for Trump. And I'm thinking, and I'm sure that wasn't a huge uh, percentage of people, but I'm thinking like, are you really just voting for the person? Like, because those economic policies are completely different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you, yeah. how do you go from one to the other like that? Right. You have to be just voting for like, well, the, sport. The, right. Well, the thing about, um, well, their economic policies, they, they, they are similar on some of their trade. I mean, they're both fan of tariffs. Yeah. Protection, protectionist is, policies. Yeah. And that's actually one of my, one of my, uh, and, which is a tax on the people. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think people understand that. No. And that's actually one of my, um, one of my, and, and so, so with Trump, like I, I have disagreements with Trump, Yeah, but the vast majority of what people attack him for have nothing to do with his actual policies or, or, or even it's like, really? Like you're, you're, you're forcing me to defend somebody. I know that's a weird situation to be in. And, and it's that like, you don't want to defend. Well, I, I, I do think that Trump is doing a good job. I, I don't think he's doing um, other than his Twitter and his social well, persona yeah. that, he, <laughs> that he's taken the presidency to, mm -hmm. you know, Kanye West in the white house. Yeah. Talking about the new air force one, that it right. should be this I've plane or some shit. <laughs> That's just weird to me. But yeah, like you're saying, one, I mean, one of the best quotes I heard that really just sums up Trump's presidency or at least him, him winning was uh, if you treat the president like a celebrity, don't be surprised when a celebrity becomes president. That's a great one. I've and never heard that. And that's the thing because you know, I, I remember, I remember in two thousand eight, whenever the Obama got elected, mm -hmm. and it was all about hope and change. Yeah. And the big, the main issue at that election was all about we're not we're we're going to change from the wars. We're it's a new day. You know, the wars of George Bush. Yep. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yep. And I was like, even though I didn't vote for Obama, I at least had optimism about his foreign policy when he got elected. But then he turned around and, and just started. He did exactly the same the exact and kind of ramped thing. up a lot of stuff. Right. 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 And that's and that to me is the most ironic thing is that Trump's foreign policy is actually when you when you look at it just on paper, mm -hmm. it's actually closer to Obama's 2008 foreign uh, campaign um, campaign promises, campaign that, promises, exactly than anything. And and. Hillary Clinton is more of a neoconservative, a more of a hawk. So it's almost like the, they just flipped. But nobody, but you have a lot of team players who just vote Dem and R, then everybody they probably has to couldn't get on tell board. you their policies. Right. You know, it's, it's weird to me, but that's how it is. You know, I always wonder if it's like, are they just liars completely? Or <laughs> is it like they campaign on this shit, they win. Then they sit him in this room and they're like laying out all these folders like here's what's really going on here 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 and they're like oh fuck we can't yeah. do that we no we got to keep doing you know what i mean like you don't yeah i think it's do I they think, peel the veil back on everything and you're like shit well i think it's it's one of those where um and even thomas jefferson as i'm a big thomas jefferson and even he um you know when he was before he got elected president he you know, was very ideological. Mm -hmm. And then like he even admitted whenever, uh, after he got out of office that the Louisiana purchase was unconstitutional um, and that he instituted that. And so I think it's, it, you know, you can, you can, it's very easy to uh, on, and that is one thing I have realized since I've been elected. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not saying that, you know, you, you, everybody that gets in is going to abandon all their principles and all right. that, but, but there's, you know, you can't, this isn't a dictatorship. You have to work with it and you have to work with what you got. And you have to also make a lot of tough decisions that are, you know, where it's a lose lose, but you got to just yeah, do the best. So, but at the same time, it's, it's also one of those where if you don't at least stick to your guns and try to move forward, what you campaigned on and promised then what was the whole point anyway? That's true. So it, it's but like you say, you got to make concessions, right? And mm -hmm. I think that's what's when you talk about national politics trickling down into local, mm -hmm. everybody's all black and white. Like it, mm -hmm. ha it has to be this way and we're not going to let anything else happen if it's not our way. And we're going to do everything we can to kill your side of the equation. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's like, that doesn't seem to me like that's going to work. I don't no. know. It, you know? It, and, and that is, you know, um, because everybody wants to, 
it, it seems like everybody has, okay, you're Republican, so you're this. You're a Democrat, so you're this. And Boxes. It's like, right, and the thing is, is, is that vast majority of people, whether they're political or not, are complex people. Right. You know, not everybody's going to agree 100% with, with this person or that person. Um, That's why the so, libertarian thing is so attractive to me yeah because it kind of lets people do their thing right you know what i mean i mean then i thought that's kind of what this country was about everybody's like this is a christian nation it's like no it's not it's a religious freedom nation <laughs> yeah you know what i mean right. and as long as you're not imposing on me not trying to come shove something down my throat or beat on my door and tell me this is how i have to do things then mm -hmm. do your thing man go yeah and i think that's what um you know I think people are starting to realize about me that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accept being just pushed into a box. Right. And if you you know if you want to try to label me as something, you can do it, but you're doing it at your own risk because you know once I do something that's that is clearly outside of your little left right box, then then you're the one that looks dumb. I think me. that's a, I think that's a good <laughs> a good transition into one of the next things I wanted to talk to you about. So yesterday. Uh, oddly enough, it makes my timing look great yeah. by, by having you set up for today. I didn't even know you were doing that. Yeah. You set up a petition mm -hmm. to legalize medical marijuana to get right. a ballot initiative started, correct? Right. Well, um, so yes. Uh, I, so the campaign, uh, the medical marijuana campaign is, I, I'm not technically on the campaign. I'm part of the uh, steering committee, which is just an advisory committee. Okay. Um, so I'm not on the campaign, but I'm, I work closely with the campaign. So what I did was basically just, um, yeah, I set it up and, and host it, but the campaign really kind of ran with it. I just kind of provided well, I'll, I'll tell you what you did do. You put your name on it. Yeah. And, and to me, and that's what I want to talk about because South Mississippi, mm -hmm. conservative Republican state, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Ocean Springs, it's, it's an artsy community, I would say, which mm -hmm. is one of the most beautiful things about it. But like, are you taking a risk by doing that? You know what I mean? Like by putting your, and you, I know you've tweeted before right. about it. I've mm -hmm. read that. Um, but I mean, is that, are you taking a risk by doing that? Um, I think there's, yeah, I think there's a little bit of risk, but I don't think it's as, it's as much of a risk as people think, mm -hmm. because I honestly do believe that the, that the majority of people do, um, agree with medical marijuana. In fact, I remember there was, you know, just watching the people, and, 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 and some of the people on the campaign talked about how, you know, when they came in, they were like, I, I knew I'd be able to just spot, okay, this person is definitely going to sign, or this person is definitely not going to sign. And they said their their bias is just completely blown out of the water because they'll have somebody who looks like a hippie or something, right. and they're like, oh, this guy's definitely going to sign, and, and, he then won't. He, and he won't. Yeah. And then they'll have somebody who... Suit and tie, uh, who you wouldn't think. Yeah, or yeah. even like, you know, some guy with like a NASCAR shirt on, like, oh, this guy's definitely not. Mm -hmm. And then he, he's running over ready to, to, to right. sign. And so it, 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 I think with medical marijuana, it's really kind of um, shatters stereotypes because yeah. I think that, um, and that's another thing is I think there's a lot of politicians who kind of, they get into a uh, echo chamber and they they hang around other politicians and they, and they really listen to people who are... Um, and that's another thing I've realized in, in politics is there's you have people who are very very vocal, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean they're the majority, right? And that doesn't mean that that, that everything that they're saying is is representative of of the actual um, feelings of the the, the population. So, um, you know, the, these politicians who think, oh, you know, uh, uh, coming out for medical marijuana in the South is a kiss of death. It's like. No, you're just, you're, I'm just ahead of the curve, really. I, I think so. That's what I think. That's exactly <laughs> what I think. I inadvertently got on the news yesterday when I stopped down there and oh, did signed that. Yeah, everybody was texting me like, dude, you're on the news. What are you doing? I'm like, hey, man, look, I think however long it takes, I want to be on the right side of history with that particular issue. And I right. just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. I really don't. I think, no. I think there is negatives that can come along with it. Mm-hmm. But look at alcohol. Like there's negatives that come along with that, and exactly. people are, you know, we're not gonna, we're not going back to uh, prohibition, right? Right. With alcohol, we know how that turned out, the mm -hmm. crime that that created, mm -hmm. and so I just, I think that it's there, there's two, the, the good outweighs the bad, and sure. to lock somebody, this is the this is the part people got to remember that you may not think about. There are people who are locked up for having nonviolent drug offenders mm -hmm. that to me insane it's not it's not a good thing man it's not a good thing for society that's not that's not a good thing for families like those you know those people need help mm -hmm. you know if they if they got to that point now i'm not talking marijuana anymore but mm -hmm. I, I just don't i don't want to i don't want to see that so right that, that's where i that's where i take my stance on it again going back to libertarian kind of ideals like if it's not infringing on me we have laws that says don't drive if you're intoxicated we have right. laws to prevent um 
some of the things that can be associated with it, but mm-hmm. the revenue that we can make on the state, the jobs that it could create, I think it's a good thing. Right. And, and that's, you know, there's in this whole idea of it being a, like a gateway or, you know, Oh, you can abuse it. Well, guess what? You can abuse cheeseburgers. I love that, that <laughs> saying, cause it's true. It, I mean, it is. And that's, it, you know, Oh, it, it's not, it's not healthy. Okay. One, I disagree because there's never been anyone overdose on marijuana. It just simply I saw can't a meme. happen. It says that the number of of overdoses with m- marijuana now equals the same amount of people that have been gored to death by unicorns, <laughs> which I yeah, thought was hilarious. It's the same true. number, it's yeah, the same number, exactly. And so, um, but the the whole idea that it, it might be a gateway is only because it is illegal. Right. I mean, you go yeah. okay, you go you go to the go, uh, grocery store, try to buy some beer. They don't have your favorite beer. Okay, so what happens? You either just don't get it right. or you buy another brand. You don't have the grocer sitting there and say, oh, we don't have beer, but we have heroin. Right, exactly. You know, it's exactly. like, and that's what happens is that exactly. when you when you take these substances and push them and force them into a black market, that's what happens that it introduces crime and it introduces, um, you know, the, all of this stuff. And so it's just like, look, um, you have two you have two choices. Either you, you're going to empower criminals mm-hmm. or you're going to allow companies to, you know, honest companies who can provide help uh, uh contribute to society right one of the uh best one of the best quotes i heard uh or explanations i heard about the drug war is uh it's an organization called leap law enforcement against prohibition and yeah. what they were talking about is he said you know whenever like whenever some high-ranking gang member dies or something uh what happens who, who takes over well what they do is you know based on the will they go to court yeah, and they right, find out who, right. you know, no, who, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's what happens when things are legal. Right. What happens when you force things into a black market mm-hmm. is people die. An all out war. An all out war to, yeah. to, to, to control it. So when, when we're talking about, and that's one thing I think that people who really push marijuana um, legalization or medical marijuana legalization, uh, they, they get too caught up, I believe on whether it's um, good or bad or healthy or not. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that it's, it's, that's not the point. I mean, it is the point and that is a, it is an p- important point, but you have to also say, look, at the end of the day, people have, people should have the freedom to do what they want with their own bodies. I, I agree with that. And if it's not hurting you, if it's not, hurt, if, if, if me, you know, eating cheeseburgers, cheese- isn't messing with you. Yeah. Right. Then shut up. Yeah. Your health insurance company may want to talk to you. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. a different ball game, mm-hmm. but whether it should be legal, I don't know. Just, that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, cruising the coast mm-hmm. last weekend, man. It was we had. I've never seen that many people downtown. Um, I was there. It blew me away. Yeah. Like every year that that event keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And that's the only place I went and saw it this year was downtown Ocean Springs. I've got probably fifty photos on my phone yeah. of just like immaculate, unbelievable cars. Yeah, just all in one spot. Mm-hmm. It's always in October, the most beautiful month yeah. that we get down here. I and the weather like. was great. It was. We, uh, it was. It was awesome. And and last year, and that's I was I was so nervous because last year, you know, the hurricane came, and I was like, oh man, are we gonna get another one of these? But you know, thankfully, nothing came, and, and it was a great event. Mm-hmm. Um, it my, cut it short last year, didn't it? Yeah, by one, right? one day. One day. Yep. Yeah. And but but the day before, <laughs> there were still people, you know, leaving and stuff. So there was there was some economic impact to it, but. Um, you know, this year I hopefully made up for it. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Like that's, that brings in some big revenue for, for this part of the uh, state, right? Oh I mean, yeah, that's absolutely. A lot. Absolutely. We don't. So it, uh, when you, whenever you get sales tax, it's always like a month or two behind. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to find out what the actual impact was, but until, we'll get a pretty decent number. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah accurate. I, I mean, pretty accurate. Yeah. Number. I, I, I think I'll have that maybe in November. Can they tell, can, does it show like, this is what it did for Ocean Springs? Does it yeah. break it down that, that well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, basically we just look at our sales tax, what we had coming in for that for uh, particular dates. Yeah. I mean, you can walk down there and just tell, I mean, yeah. you can't get a hotel room down here. Mm-hmm. Like every store is doors open, people just in and out. I mean, it's, right. it's, that's a good. And it's interesting because like I, myself am not like never grew up a big car guy or anything like that. I didn't really grow up that way either, but mm-hmm. Go ahead. I mean, yeah. you, can't, you can't not like it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I have friends that are they're really into cars. And then that's the thing. I'll go down there and then just hang out and talk to people. And so, for me, I just I just like people 
I just like hearing people talk about their passion, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when people talk about something that makes them come alive, yes. it's just like, hell yeah. I know. That's what yeah. I like about doing this too. Cause you can get people to start talking that way and yeah. you can see it in their face when it's something that they're into, you mm-hmm. know, it's not their, uh, something they have to do, but they want to do, you mm-hmm. know, you can see them come alive, man. I think it's, it's, that's cool. Right. Right. And, and I've, I've actually gotten more in the car. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a, a huge car guy now, but I've, I've, I've it's piqued my interest Correct. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was, some of those things that are down there, man, like those old trucks and just the paint jobs and, and everything. It was just, we had such a good time. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody that's down here that if you haven't ever checked it out, I don't know, you must be living under a rock. Yeah, I don't know but how. If, yeah, if you haven't, you definitely, definitely need to go go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Another thing I saw recently is, uh, I guess the school, high school for the state rankings just came out. Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah, number three. Number three. Ocean Springs. How did y'all do that? Um, well, I, I'd love to uh, take credit, but yeah, the, the school district is, is completely, you know, separate and independent from the city. Right. Um, so, uh, I I don't, I don't know that it's just, they keep growing. Like I saw it was like back in, what are we in eight? This will be 17. I think, right. That it came out. Anyway, they went from like 15 to nine to five to three. And I'm like, damn, dude, they're just doing big things over there yeah uh bonita coleman dr dr coleman the superintendent she does an excellent job um she's always very responsive and and uh you know really doing a lot of uh you know modern and, and taking the the school district to um, new heights mm-hmm. so between between her and um you know just just everybody all the, the board mm-hmm. the school board and and everybody at the district is just you know plus our, our population i mean we got you know I'll, I'll brag on Ocean Springs a little bit. We got some great, great citizens. And yeah, so, um, it's just a combination of everything, and that, and that, you know, great schools really, really benefit community. I mean, you that, don't realize it. Like I didn't realize it until you have kids, man. It's like that affects property value, like mm-hmm. whether or not people want to live in an area. Like it's a huge, huge thing. It's the first thing like that you look for when you go to buy a piece of property. Right. It's like, what's the schools like there? Right. You know? and, and that's, that's actually why my parents um, moved to Ocean Springs. My dad got stationed at Keesler and that's where they were looking around all the, all the, all the cities at the time at, at you know, what was the best and Ocean Springs was it. Yeah. We it still we, is. We have a lot of really good schools around here. I feel like, but seems like y'all are ranking the highest. So yeah, I'm yeah. still a St. Martin uh, guy myself. So. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's all good. I mean, you can get, you can get a quality education everywhere, but um, I, I, I think you can get a little bit better. At yeah. There you go. That's good. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know going like back to the politics thing, have you, uh, have you heard of Larry Sharp? Yep. He, he, I, and I, I hope he wins. God, I, I was watching his uh, Rogan uh, interview the other day mm-hmm. and I was just blown away by that guy yeah. like in his ideas, you know, in the libertarian kind of he's a libertarian candidate, right. obviously running for uh, governor of New York. Mm-hmm. You don't know who he is. And uh, man, he just was saying some really cool stuff that I was just, you know, I love hearing people talk about new what I, to me are new ideas. I don't know that how long his ideas have been around, but like one of the things that he said was like, um, I guess Mayor, it's uh, Como, right? Who's who's in there now? Mm, I think so. And uh, they named some bridge after him, mm-hmm. and they're like, and his, you know, Larry's uh, argument was that that guy's a dictator over the state, right? <laughs> and he's like, why in the hell would we name a bridge after the governor that makes no mo- that makes no money for the state by doing that? Mm-hmm. And he said, when we could lease the rights to that bridge's name, because it's in New York, it's I forget what bridge it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, it gets talked about a lot, right, in traffic reports and blah, 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 blah. Why can't we lease that out to a private company that makes money for the state? Yeah. And I was like. That's not a bad idea. That's a really. I would have never thought of that. Like 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 the NFL stadium or something. Correct. Exactly like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was telling, you know, uh, Joe Rogan on that podcast, and he was like, well, you think businesses would be interested in that? He was like, I've had three or four already reach out to me wanting to know if if we're actually going to do that. And I was like, that's a really creative way to make revenue for the state yeah. without having to tax the people. Exactly. You know, that, I don't know, man. I think I, I'm like you. I hope he does some damage in that election. Yeah. If, and, if he doesn't get elected, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He, that's uh, the, the idea of, of having, um, you know, the, for the Libertarian Party, there's, there's two big, that one and Gary Johnson mm-hmm. running for Senate over in New Mexico. Uh, but if, if the Libertarian Party could pull that out, either one of those, if not both, that would be. Huge That's what him. he was saying too. For the party, huge. it would be huge. So, uh, but and well, I re- what I really like about Larry Sharp is he's a lot of time, and and I got a lot of Libertarian Party friends, and um, you know I love them, and I'm not I'm I'm Republican, but 
the thing about the Libertarian Party is is sometimes their messengers aren't aren't the best. Right. And and the thing is is the Libertarian when when you have a third party, mm-hmm. it it really kind of um, it's hard to win. I mean that goes without saying. Yeah. So a lot of people who are are either attracted to it or not, the, the people who aren't attracted to it, who don't want to want to get into it, are people who actually want to make a difference. But they're like, look, I want to make a difference, but if I can't win over here, I can't, I can't make a difference. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go to a Republican party where I actually have a shot. Right. And then it, it's kind of like, it's, it's self-perpetuating where the people who do get in the party, um, you know, some of them a little rough around the edges right? and they have the best of intentions, but, um, they're perfectly fine with being on the outside. And so you need, you need to, pull some people into the libertarian party who um, are just really good messengers like Larry Sharp, who just, yeah. who, who, who's not going to, who's like, look, I may win, I may lose, but I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk yeah. about these issues in th- a competent I think, way. I think Gary Johnson was kind of doing a good job to try to get the message out. But then mm-hmm. I felt like he kind of got off a little bit towards the end there. I don't know if he was trying to be sensational because he because people were telling him that that's what's working because that's what tr- Trump was doing. Are you talking about like in the 2016? Yeah, election? right towards the end. I don't know if you remember, like he called uh, Trump a pussy. Yeah, like yeah. on camera. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. dude, that's not your game. Don't don't go into that. Well, I think arena. what it was stick to your, you know, and I, and I guess it's like you got to garner attention. Well, Trump gonna... really really kind of just that that whole election was just an anomaly because yeah. and 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 he everybody was everybody was reacting to Trump because Trump was soaking up all the headlines. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody was trying to say, okay, what can I do to get get some get some right. media attention? So I don't know if he had like a campaign advisor was like, "Look, you got to do something." You yeah. Gotta, you know, I don't know. Right. And so, so I, let's do this. I think he just got got kind of got caught up in in having to just try to do something to get attention, but I don't know. I voted for him. Yeah, I did, I did too. He caught a lot of shit for that Aleppo thing too, not knowing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm was. not too too concerned about that. I mean, one meme I saw was, "You can't bomb Aleppo if you don't know where it is." <laughs> I didn't see that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think Ron Paul needs to run again, man. I don't know. Ron or Rand? Both. Both. Let them both run. Yeah. Give a shit. Well, Ron, he's he's like 85 or 86. Shit. Yeah. Damn it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wanted him to win so bad that that was that 08, right? Wasn't it? The last uh, time he ran, he, no, he ran in 2012 too. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and and 2012 he got taken a little more seriously. 2008 he was he was more fringe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 2012 I feel like he had a shot. He had a shot. Yeah, he, he was being backed by a lot of. I think he was the he pulled the highest amongst military people. Yeah, if I remember hearing that right, and mm-hmm. I'm like that to me that says something. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you get called isolationistic, but I I don't know. I just. How many, like you said, how many places do you want to bomb? I don't know. Yeah, that whole isolationism uh, Argument. label is, yeah. uh, it's, 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 what was the, I can't remember where I've heard it, but it's like, you know, calling Ron Paul an isolationist is like calling your neighbor a hermit because he doesn't come on your yard and right. break your windows. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like that doesn't make well, sense. Well, and, and the thing is, like, isolationism, if you really want to talk about what isolates our country, I would argue that when we go around trying to be the policeman of the world and, and, and mandate our, our values, and onto everybody through through, you know, the barrel of a gun mm-hmm. that isolates us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, open it up to commerce and diplomacy. I think that builds coalitions and that builds, you know, people who that that actually makes people like your right. If you kill country. somebody's kid, it's going to be real hard for them to ever really, you know, <laughs> yeah. not hate your country. Exactly. So, so you know, that Ron Paul's foreign policy is not us. I mean, North Korea. Is, that's yeah. isolationism. Yeah, that's isolationism, and coincidentally, they have a very, very strong uh, federal government. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. They, I, I love watching documentaries about that place. It's such a weird phenomenon to me mm-hmm. that that exists in the, in 2018. I know it's, it's crazy, the, man. Did you ever see whenever Vice snuck into the country, like? 10, 15 years. I don't know how long ago it was. That's how they yeah. got started. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I haven't watched like the whole thing, but I did see. It's crazy. The, yeah. And it's just like modern day to think that. And those people are so, it, they're so brainwashed, but it's not even their fault because like they, the every, media is controlled by well, like everything. A lot of them are brainwashed, but then also too, they have to act that way because if well, they yeah, don't, true, yeah. you, they'll, they'll come and take you out of your house and you'll never see you again mm-hmm. kind of deal. And they have a program set up to where you have to like rat on your neighbor if mm-hmm. you don't think that they're patriotic enough mm-hmm. or something so. there's a really good organization called in fact i i was in college right before i was gra- when i was about to graduate i was trying to find see if i can get a job with them uh liberty in north korea and what they do is they actually it's, it's all about getting refugees 
from North Korea and, and a lot of it, they take them into South Korea. Um, and yeah, like I said, I was trying to get a job with them, but I didn't, I didn't speak Korean. So they, that might've be a, a bit of a problem. Yeah. They do like some crazy shit over there though. Like they don't even allow like the guards that are close enough to be able to cross the border. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, they're on those posts. Like if you try to go and defect, they'll kill your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they got yeah. some real like mob type shit to keep you from leaving. Right. You know, they it's threaten scary. that way. It's, it's, but I will say that I'm glad, I'm glad it seems like, you know, it's slow and it's yeah. little by little, but it seems like there's, you know, some progress being made. And that's another kind of Trump thing, you know, yeah. like feathering his cap to him, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to make some strides there. I don't know, like you say, how that'll play out, you know, but, but I think we're making progress. I mean, just the idea of that of they having, met, having, right. Having, that, yeah. that North and South met, you mm-hmm. know, in a diplomatic kind of way. That's, 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 that's a big stride. Right. Yeah. If, if, if Hillary would have won, we probably would be bombing them by now. <laughs> Man, I'm just, yeah. That's, <laughs> which is ironic because I thought that, I thought that the, the Democrats were supposed to be the anti-war ones, right? Yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows what's going to happen? What is the next election going to look like you know what i mean is it going to go deeper to the crazy or is it going to rebound back to kind of normal i wonder it's it's i i've I, i've realized with trump I, I stopped trying to guess what he's doing you can't you just gotta you can't um but i will say that that i mean i, I think like most people i i mean i was sure hillary's gonna win i didn't vote oh, for her but i was like okay she's got in the back there, no doubt and then i i mean i was like okay Trump, Trump's elected and, and let's see what happens. And I had, I had, like I said, I, I voted for Gary Johnson. So I didn't, I had a lot of stuff that I didn't agree with Trump on, but I give credit where it's due. I, I mean, I've, I've, he's, he's doing a good job. And, and that's the thing I've noticed between and with Republicans or, or just conservatives in general who, who support Trump. You have, especially right now, like in Mississippi with a lot of these campaigns, it's like a, it's like a Trump love fest. Like who, who can, who can love Trump the best? It's like, Mm. I think, I think it's actually says more about a person who can say, look, I didn't, I didn't support Trump uh, or vote for him, but I recognize when he's doing a good job. You would think that would be common sense. Yeah. It's not, you you would think that people, I don't understand that. Right. You would think that people, to me, that says more about somebody than someone who's, who's supported him since day one, who who still supports him. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but, but to be able to say, okay, I, I I didn't I didn't support him, but I'll give credit where credit's due. What do you think about people that are running for office who who refuse to uh, debate, won't show up for them, won't do them? Um, I that, mean that burns me up. Yeah, it does. It does. It's frustrating. I mean, I guess I understand the play. Oh, I understand yeah, sure. why they're doing it. It's not because they're stupid. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's but one of those where if, like if, you, if you're so ahead in the polls, sometimes debates can only do can only bring you down. And well, that's, some of these people won't debate at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, but see, I don't almost, at first you get mad, I get mad at them, the candidate, but then I get mad at the voter. And I think, why, why do we allow this to happen? Mm -hmm. You could easily say, like, if they knew, like, hey man, if you don't debate, these people aren't going to vote for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it ain't, it's not that way. Yeah. Unfortunately, that goes back to people, you know, treating politics as a team sport. It's crazy. And I mean, y'all, y'all debated. I saw a couple of li- I think live streamed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a formal debate debate. It was more like a, uh, like a forum, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that, is that kind of, uh, uh, nerve wracking to get it, to do that? It was, it was, I, I mean, would, especially cause like, like, you know, I mean, I've been in, and that's the thing, like people, <laughs> people ask me about, you know, well, you know, you're just into politics. I'm like, no, I've been in for, uh, you know, I've been in politics for a decade, but, but that was, you know, even though I've been in politics for about a decade, you know, now that I'm, I'm the candidate or I'm the guy, like it's, it's my name. You know, yeah, I'm the right, one right, right. You're so, the face and the name, right? right. So it, it definitely was, um, you know, pretty nerve wracking, and and you know, I'll, I'll admit, you know, I've I've kind of fumbled a little bit, you know, on, on stuff. Happen, but I think happen. I think I think these days people people want to be able to tell that that what what they see is what they get, and they like to see even if you're a little rough around the edges, they can right. tell that okay, this person genuinely believes what he's saying. Then that goes back to my, my uh, you know, whenever I got into Ron Paul, I was like, okay, this guy is a, a real person. Right. And, and the ability to own your mistakes mm-hmm. and openly, publicly say, yeah, I messed that up and I apologize and we're going to try to fix it. Before. Right. If I see that, I'm like, like you said, that's a real person. So I can, right. you don't have to be perfect. You know, you don't have to be 100% right all the time. Mm-hmm. But this, some people try to act like they are or mm-hmm. they feel like they have to act that way. Mm-hmm. Politicians, I should say. And, uh, I don't know. I don't dig it. Yeah. Nobody. And that's the thing. Nobody's perfect. And if you, if you, if you 
design a system that only works if angels are in it, then mm-hmm. you're gonna be you're gonna be disappointed every time. You, you just gotta you just gotta do the best way we can. And and I think I think humility is something that needs to be reintroduced into this country. <laughs> so many and and I'm I'm not saying you know people need to be confident, right? You know and 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 really believe in who they are, but at the same time be able to step back and say okay. Everybody has a different perspective and, you know, I have my ideas and we could talk about them, but that doesn't mean that, that, you know, I have the monopoly on truth. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's just some of the, some of the most evil people in the world throughout history are some of the most confident people. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Bringing it back to like, you know, you ocean Springs, like mm-hmm. what is, uh, what has been the biggest challenge you faced this, this so far into being the mayor? Like what? What issues? Are there any? Well, I mean, definitely, you know, um, you know, I get my name drugged through the mud is, is, is not, not fun. Um, that in and of itself is, is, is really, um, you know, takes, takes a toll, very taxing mentally. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and, but I will say that it doesn't, it's taxing because I, I, I know that like, when people try to paint me out to be something that I'm not, mm-hmm. it's like, man, I would hate that person. Like that, that person they're ascribing, I hate that right. person too. Right. But the thing is, that's not me. That right. person that, that people describe, I have people who will just completely shit on me. I've, so I've seen much. a little bit of that. And the thing is, it's like they, most of the people who do shit on me mm-hmm. have never, have never spoken to me in their life right. or are very minimal. Right. And it's like, but you know, again, with conversations like this with podcasts, you can, if you, if people would actually sit down and have a conversation with me and try to right. talk to me about things, they would realize I'm not a scary monster. Right. Right. <laughs> and I think that's part of the job, unfortunately, right? Anytime you're in any kind of public office or public figure, whatever the case right. may be, you're going to have people who just attack you for no reason anyway. Right. Um, but I will, I will say that, um, <clears throat> and I, I think that I do have a little Trump in me on, on this is that, uh, I think my demeanor is, I mean, I'm very laid back kind of person and I'm willing to, you know, Hey, everybody's got their own perspective, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to let somebody, um, you know, box me in. I saw you, I saw you throw a few punches in some of those forums that well, I yeah, was impressed uh, with. I was like, Oh shit. I mean, I mean you know, you got, it's, it, you got to know when you got to know when to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's fine line between making it mudslinging just for the, just to do it, or, and, right. but actually defending yourself and saying, Hey, no, this is actually Right. These are the facts, you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, you you want you you want to be able to uh, you know take it uh, take it in stride, take mm-hmm. things in stride, but at the same time, you got to know when to defend yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. and I mean, I'm always you know I'm always not going to make the I'm always not going to make the right call, but um, I will say that you know I'm not afraid to get in the ring with something. There you go. <laughs> so, like moving forward, what what's your what's your goals for the city? What are y'all working on to? improve or expand on or so um the main things that i'm i'm concerned with right now is uh kind of the the unseen the you know we're we're cleaning up kind of consolidating a little bit of of the city as far as departments um you know some of our infrastructure uh you know our our water and sewer sewer pipes and uh, different things like that just really need some upgrades, TLC, like, some yeah. upgrades. Okay. And one of the, um, our alderman, Ken Papania for Ward 4, uh, he said this during the campaign and I love it and I steal it and use it all the time. He talked about how, you know, we could have all the pretty flowers in the world, but if you can't flush your toilet, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It ain't helping. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's where I'm at now is, 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 um, is trying to update, you know, the foundation and, and really get a solid, uh, you know, efficient city. And, and I think you've got some examples on how not to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> when you look around, like what's going on in here in Biloxi. And then also I saw on the news, I think it was, uh, who else is doing their roads right now? That's like way past schedule. Was it, I don't remember if it's Moss. It's pretty much Gulfport. everybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it's like, I don't understand. I know that's not a small project to undertake, but damn. I, w- I will say that, that, I mean, a lot of the problems that face ocean Springs or just the coast in general, it, I will say that it's misery loves company because it's going around nationwide. I mean, a lot of the, trying lot, to upgrade infrastructure yeah. and it just doesn't go the way you, right. It just didn't seem like it was very well thought out. I'm not, I'm not a construction manager. Well, I will say this. Um, but. I will say this, that hurricane Katrina, um, was, it, it hurt, it hurt this area in a way that a lot of people don't really understand because what happened was you've had all these cities along the coast that got free money. Yeah. Well, I'm not, well, yes, free, but, but 
more specifically easy right. money. Right. And so you had you had all these okay, we get it's like rubber stamp. All you gotta do is write Katrina Katrina on yep. it and it was rubber stamp more or less. Mm-hmm. And so you had all these cities and, and, and this is where people really got, got to understand politics. You know, for, for, for a politician to get reelected, they have to be able to show what they're doing. They have to show progress. Yeah. So when you have these easy funds coming in, okay, well, let's build this, let's build right. that. Look but what then, I did. Right, but yeah. then they don't think long-term. Right. You know, somebody has to pay for the utility bills. Somebody has mm-hmm. to, when, when, when the air conditioner breaks down, when, when you know. Uh, Pascagoula is going through that right now, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Is that what, kind of what it was? I, I just saw the, the little, you know, clip on the news, but mm-hmm. they, they, they overspent and didn't get the tax base that they well, thought was going to come in, move so, into the. So what they did, um, specifically to Pascagoula, is they got uh, basically, long story short, all the grants, yep. all of their grants that were like basically earmarked for, you know, you, you get a grant, but this is for this particular thing. Mm-hmm. It was accounting issues. And so instead of a putting it into a, this fund over here mm-hmm. that says, okay, this fund is only for this, can't be touched, they would, from my understanding, right. a lot of it was going into general funds. Okay. And so they were just spending it. They were spending it yeah. on, on everyday uh, city uh, expenses, yeah. expenditures and big no-no. Yeah, yeah. That's, and but, it seems like that's going to be an issue. To dig. That's a pretty big hole, if I remember. It's in the millions, right? 14. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to know. 14 or 16, one of the two. I 14 is what, what I vaguely remember, but... Yeah. But, th- but, that's, but going back to the Katrina thing, that's, that's what we're seeing is that now that, um, you know, it's, it's been, a, you know, what, 12 years or so since Katrina? Uh, 05, Four, 05. 14, so, I don't know. But, 13, um, 13. But now, now basically, bill, now the bill's coming. Yeah. You know, now, now you, the, the grants are getting harder mm-hmm. to come by, and it's like, oh, shit. You mean we actually need to live on our own two feet? Yeah. That's why I was so impressed again, going back to like the Larry, the Larry Sharp and his ideas, creative ways to make money for state, city, whatever it may be that, mm-hmm. that's not raising taxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. It, it, it is. It's long term. And that's, you know, what I found in Ocean Springs is, um, you know, it, there wasn't a lot of long term thinking it was just yeah oh this is nice let's do it it's like yeah all right well you like know, you said though if what's it's the short, cost right but if it's short-term uh thinking that's going on and it makes the person look better mm-hmm. well let's do it then right right you know what right, I mean? right it's about me and yeah. so yeah that that's people you know people you, you just got to realize is, is that these things don't happen in a vacuum you know you you can you can build build something but you got to maintain it mm-hmm. and that takes manpower and and you know when you bring on employees you got uh, benefits that, that they come with and all this stuff. It, it's, it, there's a, you know, just flower beds are more expensive than people realize. Yeah. Yeah. To maintain you know? them though. Like you said, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it, you, people will be shocked at, at the cost of just something, something modest. Yeah. Sometimes we were downtown last night. Uh, and it, it looks nice down there. I like what, what, what they got going on that strip on government street, mm-hmm. you know, and now they've got, uh, it's feel, it's starting to feel like a, there's like, you know, business can spill over into to one another and it kind of creates a place to go a vibe mm-hmm. i know downtown gulfport was tr- is trying to do that as well right. with a lot of their bars and stuff so mm-hmm. it's a fun place to go hang out man there's yeah. got a lot to offer absolutely people. and and what i like about it is that you know ocean springs is is we got you can go downtown and you got the the mom and pop shops mm-hmm. and you can go and all these small entrepreneurs which is great and then you know you can go go to Walmart on the opposite opposite side of town, or, yeah. or Applebee's or something. So it's got a little bit of everybody. Constantly in these uh, top five cities or top ten cities, and then you know mm-hmm. I see them on Facebook all the time, where mm-hmm. it's like ranked top ten place to go in Mississippi or top ten city in Mississippi. So yeah. that's impressive too. Yeah, it's all about the T, as Chick Cody says, Washington and government. That's mm-hmm. the that's what uh, that's that's really the anchor. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, if there's people, you know, listening to this and they want to uh, get in touch with you, what's the best way to go about it? You know, if they got it, if they got a, com- not, a, I guess, a complaint or something they want the city to address or they um, want you to be aware of. Well, my email is uh, S Dobson, S-D-O-B-S-O-N at OceanSprings-MS.gov. And it is dash, not underscore. And okay. Yeah, that, that confused me. <laughs> I just got it too. So uh, S Dobson at OceanSprings-MS.gov. Or if you just want to um, get with me on social media, um, my handle is for Twitter is just at Shade Opson, S-H-E-A-D-O-B-S-O-N. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I, I, I've been getting on Twitter more. 
Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I get on Facebook. Actually, for, for a while, I just completely got off Facebook. Um, or not completely, just really didn't pay much attention to it. But here lately, I've been trying to post a little bit more. But I, I actually enjoy Twitter more. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can filter out some of the BS. <laughs> are you still live streaming stuff like you like you are doing? Is that something y'all are still doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we live stream. Well, we don't do it on Facebook anymore. We do it. We uh, we have a camera that just goes straight to our website. Okay. Is there a reason for that? Is it just easier better or? yeah yeah it's easier and plus you get a lot of trolls on facebook yeah it's just like okay i'll okay. just let's just and that's that's you know i think that i think the comment section is is has done a lot of damage to this country <laughs> that's true that's very true <laughs> but uh yeah so we're yeah we live stream the uh this the meetings um and then i'll go live on my facebook just here and there um, yeah like i was going live for some of the hurricane victims and, and I, I just was when we talked about that i was thinking about that uh i wanted to bring that up you did uh a, a, um drive for all the hurricane victims in mm-hmm. florida and i saw the photo that was there was a lot of stuff we that ocean springs sent over to uh to those victims right yeah yeah in fact they actually uh left this morning um early this morning uh, heading that way we got a, we sent one of our police officers over to escort them um but we got uh there's been a lot of of uh, business See, i know walmart helped yeah. out um ocean springs lumber helped out um, I think some of the casinos even helped out mm-hmm. in Biloxi. Um, I know, I'm, I mean, I, I can't remember everybody, but I, I'm, I apologize for not yeah, remembering it's, everybody. It's but, it's you know, it, it really, uh, everybody really stepped up. And um, I, it was, you know, that, what was so cool is, is Friday I called over to, uh, to Panama City Beach and started talking. To I said, what do y'all need? And they said, water, we need water. And so I put out a Facebook Live and then, said hey we need water and then at the end of the day we had i don't even know like pallets upon pallets yeah. and pallets of water and then just seeing that within you know within 12 hours or so not even 12 yeah. hours we, we were able to mobilize that much supply so that that was amazing well if there's a community that can relate to something like that it's definitely our community exactly you know what I'm saying? exactly because we've and been that's... through it man we've been through it and i saw some people sharing some stuff to uh, kind of di- directed towards those victims out there to like, hey, look, you're never going to be the same, but you will get better. Things will get better. It's going to be tough. It's going to take a long time. You'll, you know, it's like yeah. the things that like when you've been through that shit, you're like, that's right. And, and I think that, you know, especially for like <clears throat> I, my family was lucky we didn't lose our home. I mean, we, we had a little bit of da- you know damage here and there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a lot of people here who lost everything. It, it, seeing all that, all the the footage from from Florida, just it, it kind of just brings up oh, yeah. all those memories. It like, does. Man, it's it's kind of a it's just put you back in that funk and and really you know makes you appreciate what you got. That's exactly that's exactly right. And I saw um, a video on on Facebook uh, of the Cajun Navy. Mm-hmm. They went through, and I don't know if there's like sub chapters or if that's the most official one or whatever, mm-hmm. but they went to the uh, Academy in uh, Diaberville mm-hmm. and like literally bought out the entire camping section. Nice. And in addition to other things too, they bought out like all the gas cans and everything. Mm-hmm. And they had a U-Haul truck set up that mm-hmm. they had damn near completely full mm-hmm. of like brand new academies, you know, stuff. And it was like, man, that's, that's awesome. citizens taking action. They that's got a damn name now, you mm-hmm. know, it's like semi-official and it's all, as far as I know, it's all volu- volunteers. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're doing some actual, like, they're doing, uh, they're making a difference, like, big time. You right. Know? And it goes back to, like, you don't always have to rely on the federal government, mm-hmm. you know, and FEMA to get it done, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, with, with, um, and that's what's so cool about seeing, you know, folks in Louisiana and Mississippi helping out those in Florida. Cause, like you said, I mean, if anybody knows what it's like, it's, it's the Gulf, yeah. other Gulf Coast yeah. residents. Well, dude, I want to thank you for stopping by. I appreciate Absolutely. you taking time out of your Sunday to come by and chat it up. Uh, like I said, being easily accessible, I think that's uh, people should appreciate that. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you, it was one one couple text messages, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'll come do it." So, mm-hmm. well, it's, yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely appreciate you having me on. And and like I said, it's it's I I, I like doing podcasts more, and I've 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 really grown to uh, just because I distrust the media so much and everything. You know, it's it's like I, I they they take it's impossible to get an accurate quote from the media. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not completely impossible. It's like, the, it's like, man, can't, why can't you just represent what I said? Right. Like I said it, not the way you want, want it to seem. That's exactly right. But, um, now I'm becoming more, more and more interested in, in podcast and, uh, and just kind of alternative ways to get information yeah. out there. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to say to anybody that, it, you know, um, 
No, I don't know. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot I could say. Um, <laughs> well, fire it off right yeah, now. Yeah, we we, we could we something. Could, yeah, we could. I don't know. Um, all I gotta say is that you know, I think that as far as politics, like, and I've touched on it before, is just I think people need to uh, um, have a little bit more humility sometimes, and you know, you can have your opinion, but don't try to box everybody in. Yeah, you know, people are complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that's a liberal value. That's a liberal understanding. Yep, is is knowing everybody's an individual and kind of has their own perspective. And one thing I've, I've uh, there's a, I don't know, philosopher, that might be a generous way of, of describing him, uh, but there's a guy, Robert Anton Wilson, and um, he talked about how, you know, everybody has, uh, he was talking about how everybody has, oh, uh, their own BS, their own belief system. Oh, wow, nice. <laughs> so yeah. he, he, That's uh, a good way to frame it. Yeah, yeah. And so he, uh, he, and he you're always right. It to BS. Yeah. And, and so one thing is he said is that, um, you can't always, tr- uh, don't accept anybody else's BS fully, whether it be, you know, uh, any politician or, or whatever the case, but then on the flip side of it is don't always accept your own BS Yeah, and don't, you know, because everybody's, everybody's perspective is, is, is narrow. And, and so, ah, I don't know, you know, be confident and stand on principle, but at the same time, you know, be willing to uh, challenge yourself and your own perspective. Mm-hmm. Listen so. to some other ideas, but mm-hmm. Well, once again, man, thanks a lot. Uh, people that are listening, man, if y'all got any questions, uh, drop it in the comment section below. Um, you know where you can find uh, the show, Brownwater Banter. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. If you got any anything you want to say, anything we didn't cover, you know, drop it in the comment section, mm-hmm. that lovely comment section, and uh, <laughs> we'll see if we can't get it answered for you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, we'll see you.